Beloved, this is the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious creative discussion. We magic it. Drinking tea, sipping lean, we so clean, like Listerine, blessed minty fresh. I carry my 38 special. Two glocks, long dick, mm-hmm. Beretta with the nose. It's the clip, hip shooter. Point blank range, <laughs> range driller. <laughs> I am that nigga. Um, I am the big teach, David teach. Look at Sigler and Curie up to twenties. <laughs> You have lax error for all your production needs. Sway, tempo, 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 tempo. Okay, I think that's the intro. That is the intro. That was a bit longer than usual. Yeah, I was rapping in it. You didn't jump in though. Oh shit, look, there's an alley. Okay, we are in a precarious predicament. Very precarious predicament. Um, are you rec- oh no, you're FaceTiming with your phone. What are you recording with? I'm record what what am I recording? No, because I got my work phone, so I currently I'm using my work phone. This is record. an interesting dilemma that we're having. Yeah, so I'm using my work phone to speak to you right now, and I'm using my phone to record. We're currently here with Aliski. Say yo. What's up? Yo. I've had to intrude. Welcome to the room, guys. How you doing? You like it? It's mine. Fuck out of here. (laughs) So this is what we're dealing with right now. As you can see, it's it's a strange times. You can tell Ali doesn't get bitches, but it's fine. Wow! <laughs> Click, clack, paddy, whack. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, fam. I love my life. Anyways. Deech, I'm bantering. Got... That, that, that was savage. That was so Anyways, savage. Um, what are we talking about today, fam? There's a couple of things. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about actually. Um Yeah. There's a few things. Oh, do you know what interestingly? Cuz I was speaking to Ali about the whole uh, pastiche-ism discussion. Oh. Yeah. Okay then. I didn't know um, we we're going to do that, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah, no, I was it was just it was just interesting cuz uh we was we was just talking about sort of creativity developing ideas and stuff like that just in this current time and you know what i've been listening to a lot of patrice o'neill man and just sort of studying him as a person it's an interesting guy um and just how much uh there's a lot of lot of topics i've been thinking about actually in this past week but like just specifically with him like how much um how much like truth 
matters in the sort of in not the trajectory of your career but as as the sort of as a center stone of your career like honesty and like truth and like i guess in a sense righteousness in the way you're delivering what you're delivering within your art form like how essential or how important is that because i think that leads into the discussion sort of about we're going into a hefty topic here we can leave this till later but this is just what i will personally want to talk about like a bit later on maybe but um how that sort of leads into sort of the pastishism discussion because did we talk about it on the last podcast or was it a post podcast discussion this was a midweek discussion oh, not the last it? facetime yeah. conversation that we had but the the, the one, before, uh, that, wasn't one it? before that where i broke down the whole um scheme the scheme that's that's my new thing the scheme okay yeah fam okay tc because uh i need because because i think about a lot of complex things i create a schema so um it's like a little pyramid right with a square bottom so it's technically not a pyramid because it's not a triangle it's more like a pentagon if you will but yeah the schema <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you guys know the guy that i got that from but that is so no, funny I don't, I don't have a clue he doesn't idea. say it but the intonations is where i got it from but yeah bro oh fam Vasking, yeah but <laughs> that's it? all Who i've been that? doing this week because like um for some reason i didn't want to draw this whole week or listen to any books or nothing i just wanted to listen to myself think in it so i ended up just thinking to myself and writing and uh like i didn't even want to learn about anything else in this world i just wanted to listen to my own thoughts and develop the way that i think and like uh that's how i kind of spent my week really mm. and then that ended us in conversations and development two seconds of the schemas because like um do you know <clears throat> do you know the movie x machina yeah all right cool this has nothing to do with x machina but i just thought i just i thought i'd just <laughs> reference it a little bit but yeah uh what did i do is that what i did this week yeah i don't care about x machina by the way but why did you bring it up then like what was the actual <laughs> like that is literally like i might might as because well because it's um cows in a field it's a subject of inquiry and i see a lot of people contemplating it what recently for since its inception or conception oh because of its because of technology yeah because i've i've also been looking at uh ai alpha go from deep mind in london it's all it's all very interesting alpha stuff, to be honest what i do last sunday 
Alright, we're all a bit scatter scatterbrain. We need to we need to we need to speak we need to speak in in a direction. Have you got any yeah, topics you want to specifically talk about? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've just been watching a load of Patrice videos. Yeah, man, I was developing the schema. Ma. Schema. <laughs> 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 Sound like unks. I've, I've, I've developed the fuck's this nigga talking about and the schema. Those are the two things I've got right now. Oh, okay, that's what you was talking about. The, uh, the um, each to their own. Is this like to their own about. phrase? No, like, I was thinking about that actually. Funny, I was thinking about that because I, I came across another um, what's it called? Uh, I came across another a video of Abra and Preach where they where I saw him do that to a lesser extent, to a more or lesser extent where he just was like, and and it's so funny because I think. It's one of those phrases. Depending on the way you use it, it can be quite. Uh, I guess it's pa- pa- patronizing the word. Yes. But I also don't think that's its only use. Because I I also do think there's some people who don't want to get into discussions or understand things. Yeah, there's a lot of co- non-confrontational so, so, minds. So, so sometimes you have to do that. I think because otherwise, it's like because I think there's such in some situations like people will use it because they don't actually, they can't argue their point. But then there's some people who you can't argue a point with. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have you ever been in a discussion with someone who just who who only thinks what they think because they're either caught in an ideology or it's something that they've believed their whole life and haven't really tried to challenge it themselves? Anton. <laughs> you get what I mean? And and I guess there's a time where <laughs> where you where you have to ask yourself is this energy and this discussion well placed or is is the time to uh withdraw yeah um, no, no, has, no, no is it yeah. is it there's some people that you will definitely waste your energy but you have, like, to, you have even, to work out the... even even though even though even then each to their own, like that is the epitome of F is this guy talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about people, but that makes me so uncomfortable what when they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, so now I'm know. left to decipher your own thoughts. Do you know? Do you know how hard it is to decipher somebody's thoughts? Or maybe they don't need to be deciphered. Don't make me waste my time. Things make me waste my... This is a thing, though. Like, but... 
Oh fam, this is what this is why yeah I am not one to be messed with. Like I'm Wu Tang right now. <laughs> like Wu Tang niggas ain't nothing to fuck with. Ali knows what I'm talking about, fam. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out Wu Tang and them Mandeo. Shout out It's you like that, y'all. It's like that, y'all. Nobody really anyway, we can get into the deeper discussions later. But actually, first, I want to talk about some music. All right, then. Givian, that Givian. Vinyl! That Givian uh, freestyle. Have you have you heard that? No? Givian freestyle. Um, not freestyle, acoustic version of the beach. Yeah, fam. <sighs> do you know what? I would have liked to... I, I don't know why they didn't just do it live. Why didn't they do it live? Pardon? Why didn't they just do it live? I don't know, you know. It was a bit weird. It just like, felt a bit my weird. My thing with Giveon, yeah, is that he is technically gonna be great, fam. I love, oh, fam. Being I right feels so good. Huh? I Be said being right feels so good. The vindication. The vindication. From that yeah, Drake tape, Giveon is the standout. Giveon's the only one that didn't lack. Too early when it's raining, he goes on to me. Oh, I haven't listened to the Drake tape. And know what it is whenever I visit. Windy City, she blow me kisses up. Oh, fam. Five degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight. Oh! <laughs> Yo. Will I see you at the show tonight? Fam. Yeah, but like, anyway, back to that video. I, he should have just done it live. It's what? Like the song's good, sounded nice, but I think I feel like he should have just done it live. What do you mean he should have done it live? Like that video should have just been a live video. But like even when he was performing the video, like it's to the point where I feel like it might as well have just had a visualizer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of feel you. Cause like well, there, was, there was times when it was like he's not even singing it, and it was just like oh. Especially when you put acoustic, you, you know, but that's just my two cents on the video. It's a good song though. Good song. <laughs> fam. Um, I'm part, I'm, I, I don't know fam. Like I, I like that video though. I don't know whether I dislike it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's not like, oh, this is trash. And I love and I love acoustic versions as well. That's I do funny too, though. but I just feel like if you're gonna do a an acoustic video, I don't know the performance on it is like, I don't know if it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just felt like because they got the guitarist there in the corner, and it's like you at least think it's gonna be, but it just wasn't wasn't live. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> Just, it just felt it felt weird to watch because you could see he clearly wasn't even limp syncing it properly and it was just it yeah, looked fam. quite impromptu which would have been interesting if it was live definitely but that's just I my two you. cents I, that. I, I, I can I can I can dig that have you did you catch the John Redcorn video music video the John Redcorn oh the Sir video yeah yeah when he was it, when he was Bojack Horseman in it well, he, was he Bojack Horseman? No. That's isn't that Bojack Horseman style? No, it's um King of the Hill. 
How do you know Bojack Horseman but not King of the Hill and you're 27? What do you mean, fam? One, King of the Hill was awkward, fam, to be honest with you. Well, that's the whole point of the John Redcorn song. And the show. <laughs> and the show, yeah. But that, but that's what makes the John Redcorn song like as potent as it is, isn't it? The awkward situation he's in. It's actually, I've, I think just for the concept alone, I think that's why I like the song a lot. You like the awkward predicament value for how okay then okay we stumbled onto a topic then what (laughs) what type of predicament do you relate that to from your life what type of predicament do I relate that to in my life yeah fam it's funny not that I necessarily relate to it it's more i put myself in the shoes of that scenario it's the dancing man it's the dancing man because when i look at that because the, the whole, whole idea can. behind it is that he's in love with someone who's in a relationship and who has had his kid but has had to purposefully to save her and to continue doing what he's doing not say anything about that kid being his and she, he's constantly second place, even though they know into him what they have is real. But he's just that guy, you know. I just think it's an interesting story. Yeah, fam. And to make that from a comedic cartoon into a serious, um, into a serious like love song, is just is quite is quite interesting. So what versus La Lisa, yeah? That is you like that one better. I like La Lisa. No, John Redcorn's my favourite song on there. No, I said between the two, between the two. Oh, between the two. Oh, what between John Redcorn and La Lisa? So you like John Re- Okay then. Fam. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I, do you know what? It's so funny. I don't I, I couldn't even describe why. There's just like a, because when I listen to it, it's so like everything's just so basic. Even the melodies, they're like it's obviously it's sir. He's not like his melodies aren't super intricate or anything like that. But um, yeah, John Redcorn just catches a vibe. <laughs> you, re- you re- so John Redcorn really stands out, fam. Yeah, I don't even know why because it's funny because I listened through the album and I didn't really, really fuck with it until I came back the second time and then I just kept listening to it over and over again. And it's funny because I can still listen to it now and I fuck with it now. So it's stuck with me. For whatever reason, I really like that song. <laughs> it's, a we- it's a weird scenario. Like I think that sometimes it's like, do you ever have that when you can't explain why you like a song? You just do like you could even argue as to why you shouldn't like it. Um, not no. What's the song that I just like for no reason, fam? But yeah, no, the John Redcorn music video. Again, it was weird. I liked it, but I don't know. There was something that felt like this. Maybe it's it just didn't feel like they went together. The song and the music video. Any song that I just like automatically like that, it's like, it ends up being because the lyrics just bang. Yeah, I agree. I kind of agree. I think I, I think that might be it. 
like in my opinion like when the lyrics just bang like even before i've deeped the lyrics they already bang and it's like no shadow of a doubt in my mind like whenever lyrics just like are elite they yeah i just think about everything different after that yeah i feel you i agree it's an important aspect but yeah no those were the two music videos i saw four videos oh this guy Thirty-two minutes, man. We're on thirty-two minutes, so we better keep it moving real fast. All right, calm. What's the t- what's the first topic, fam? Are we still on music? Did you watch the rumor song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only fam. I don't know what it is, yeah, but See, rumor is that guy one hundred percent. It was funny because I know Thingies was a freestyle. Giving was a freestyle video. And rumors was like an actual music video, but yeah, there was just like, yeah, I don't know. And I know they're two different kinds of videos, but with rumors, why well, I, I like his—he feels like a performer, if you know what I mean. Uh, like, th- yeah, that guy's—he's grown up. Like, as a serious artist, he's grown on me, fam. No, he's got. Yeah, you can hear it. He's—he's he's got a good voice. Fam, <laughs> no, bro, that's that guy is too much. It, what's interesting about it is like you can t- like he it uh, seems like he's going to make really like gritty R and B, like not like love R and B, but doing R and B like on on gangster topics, which sounds fucking weird. But <laughs> fam, it's it's a it's. <laughs> It's a vibe. I don't know how to tell you. Apart from rumor, is just a vibe, bruv. He just says the most realist, fam. I can't. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I personally can't play, fam. He just, he just, he just runs. He runs. Rumors are like I've also Fantan- been listening to like obviously Ali's old school music as well. And- and uh, Anthony Fanbano has got got his own fucking take, hasn't he? I can't listen to Anthony Fantano, man. Huh? Listen to that guy, Anthony Fantano. What's? Uh, Dammy doesn't even want to. Dammy's like, who's that guy? Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, no, he's a. Is that the needle drop guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with him either. I don't fuck with him. I don't. I've never, I never have, but I know people that randomly do. Look at J Rock. Uh, <laughs> look at J Rock Kendrick and Schoolboy Q in this video, fam. Oh, what in John Record? Oh, and that's Absol. Yeah. I just did. Yeah, it's it. Absol. The funny thing is, Absol. It was Absol. Is like Absol. It was Absol's girl that basically, Sir was saying he he maxed. <laughs> That's a bit weird. I always think that. I'm like, oh. Is that why I've so disappeared for so long? Sir was macking his girl. No, Sir's Sir's a good guy, man. He's 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 had one chick. His whole, his whole life. Fam, he's he's a good songwriter, bruv, because that imagination is wild. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. And it begs the, it begs the question because obviously it's like 
when you're when you're a songwriter you're like you're just a storyteller isn't it and it's like because like obviously with the whole Billie Eilish scenario what she said about rap was weird but what she did wrong about that was she used that to defend her stance on her songwriting which was a valid point about songwriting but she shouldn't have used that as the defense her point was like well the way i do it is i create these worlds and these stories etc etc but people in rap they say they're doing it but they're not actually doing it you know it was like it's basically like i haven't seen your girls i haven't seen your guns da, 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 da. when she yeah none of your goddamn business Fitting a bit. Fitting a bit. Who's fitting That's what it is. It's... The fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> fitting a bit. Fitting a bit. I don't... Oh, fam. When kids say stuff, yeah, I'm, I start to get annoyed. I actually start, like, when under 24-year-olds talk, I start to get annoyed. I can see myself being a grumpy old person, fam. Because, kid, like, they're amazing, but just terrible at scaling their thoughts. Well, look, this is the thing. Well, this Which is, the is thing. now, now, look, I say Imagine that, living in a, no, but listen to this. Imagine I say living that, in an environment. Wait, listen to me, though. Imagine living in an environment where you could say to your mum, all right, mum, here's the deal. If we're making music, you're not allowed to tell us to go to bed. Imagine you could say that to your parents. What kind of fucking world are you living in? Wait, did she did parents? she say that? That's literally what her her brother said in an interview. Well, I'm not I'm not even thinking about like I like I my mind didn't it's even like, go. Of course, to that you're place. not living on this planet. I don't I don't even ca- like. There's certain contexts that I don't care about. I don't necessarily when it comes think it's bad, but it's, like, it's just more the because there are young genius, there are geniuses out there, and there are genius writers out there, and they've literally been kit like. This is why, when we have people like Teddy Riley and Babyface, that they are just lauded the way. Did you watch that? No, I still haven't watched that. Fam, oh my days. Bro, oh my gosh. Like <clears throat> when you deep it, fam. Like, and this is this is the part about hip hop evolution as well. Like when I think about Dela, um like tribe, like just er- oh bro, it's it's a different, it's a different, different, different world. It's a different world, fam. And yes, they were first, so they made the rules. But they weren't ignorant. This is the thing. They weren't. Ig- they were ignorant to business, truth be told. But they weren't ignorant, fam. And when I think about like, uh, like, yeah, bro, <laughs> I like kids are actually so exciting, fam. I won't lie. They're like some of the most creative people out there. But when it comes to larger scaled interactive thoughts, oh, it's just come back. So I can't hear a word you're saying, bro. Say it again. Yeah, I said um, 
kids are super skilled but when it comes to larger scaled interactive thoughts yeah like sometimes they just fall short because they just need more context of the world and it's like I don't, yeah, I don't know I mean. whether, I, like... I also think that's a product of, of what you Like, know. when, like, because I, because I deeped, I deeped this about myself, like, years ago, like, when my words are written down, they sound much, much more harsher than when I say them from, to person to person. And when I say something to somebody in a group, it sounds much harsher than when I'm speaking to them one-on-one. And it's like, but that's like anything, and it's like when you're texting, it's always a weird, weird situation. Like, it's easy to get taken out of context without the social cues of facial inflictions, to- tonality, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that's that's the case with a lot. I don't, I don't even know whether that happens to everybody. Happens I, to a lot of people, but I think it's. I don't know. I don't know that because people act like it doesn't happen to them. I won't like. I'm not. In, and plus, I'm not in anybody's phone fam. I'm just like I know what's happened to me on on socials and on text. Like I don't text I don't text anybody, fam, because of that. I'm not I'm not here to text anyone. I don't I don't want like first of all, I don't want to text you. And so there's that. There's already that. I don't want to text you. I'm the you. same though. I don't like If you if you want to speak to me, call me, fam. Well, me and Ali was talking about that. Text, there's just something about texting that's just consuming. I don't know why. It's just like, it's an energy, energy zapper. I don't mind calling. Calling is the same, but I prefer to talk because, I don't know. I can, I can express myself. It's funny, I can express myself with less words, as weird as that sounds. You can express ideas or how you're feeling or... We'll get to points easier but yeah i don't know I but feel yeah like that. i'm i'm just i'm again i'm over like i'm using it as an excuse because there are a lot of people that i could text but at the same time i'm validating that excuse by the fact that people can call me that's how i validate the excuse because i can text but i just don't want to man. and that's the truth because I'm better, Thanks. I'm better at it than I was four years ago, but now, like when, like because what I was saying is like when, when you get a kid's writing, yeah, someone that's like eighteen, twenty, whatever it is, yeah, when you write down what they're saying, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's got substance in it. Like you know when you're writing song lyrics, yeah. And then you can break them down into like individual bits and you can ex- you can expound on them. When someone's talking about their train of thought, you don't mm. f- you don't feel the depth within it. That's why like it's harder for us to even watch interviews of certain people because they're not really speaking about anything. And then you feel yeah. that they're not speaking about anything. So then now you're just like, why is this person in front of me? And why are you asking this person about um, issues that don't pertain to them? But, but I also think it's certain people as well. I think I think it's not just age thing. I think it is a perspective thing. It's a depth. It's it's a it's not just a depth, but it's a breadth as well. Like, because even though what Justin Bieber's almost like twenty seven now, 
I had that same sort of feeling listening to his documentaries. You know what I mean? And I think he's had such an odd life. You know what I mean? And almost like not sheltered life, but it's like, and I, I think it's the same thing with Billie Eilish that it's just when you are thrust into certain situations or grown up and your whole experience is a like with spotlight on you I think you do you grow up with a very weird sort of perspective on a lot of things you know what I mean like especially in music where it's not saying that she hasn't had to work hard or even Justin Bieber hasn't had to work hard to a certain extent but I think there's just when when you've got that certain perspective of everything in your life has been right to us to a certain degree it's gonna it's going to give you a certain perspective and make you say certain things. I think that's irregardless of of your age to a certain extent. No, mm. I think largely you're right. Like from from a majority perspective, like the majority of kids are going to have less of a lot less substance because you only get substance from the the overcoming of tr tribulations or tr of of challenges you faced i think I'm start using only them again. huh yeah no i just deep time i just deeped it like so hard about what <laughs> but yeah like no there are a lot there are a lot of older people yeah there's so much more older people that i couldn't care like there's so there's a lot of people that when when we're speaking I'm like, I, like I just think I can best you. Like I like I don't know what it is, but whenever See, we're having like if we're having an argument or like a creative discussion I'm like, and they have to think on the spot the same way that I have to think on the spot, I bet on myself every single time. But see that I think that's just the level of having certain kind of self awareness in what you do there's there's a lot of factors it's like your personality what what have you done to um sort of learn the things that but you've learned how have you learned i guess the that things sounds that arrogant learned? but like um it's because of like this book that i'm writing yeah and it has a lot to do with just a focus on who certain people are like there's a lot of things that i can't do but there are but when it comes to the things that I can do, it's like head and shoulders. But this is this is the other thing. In a world wait, let me even get up the tweet, bro. Because I, I tweeted I tweeted about this yesterday, yeah. And it's like it's not it's not even that I'm just I'm just different. I'm I'm, I don't like I, I really don't care about it because we had this conversation was it yesterday or the day before it was like it doesn't really matter when you're different what matters is that you're able to be a value to your community which is always the thing that I talk about yeah mm -hmm. but I don't know like when people are when it's your people per se and they're communicating with you their angst I wonder a little bit. What do you mean? Like, I, you have to ask yourself, why is this person talking to you? 
Or at least what, that's, because that. Or at least what, I ask myself that. I ask myself a lot. Why is this person talking to me? What? What? Because they're communicating their angst to you. Yeah, like it's. Do people like? I wonder if people speak. To like just vent. And then I think about myself, and I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like using my words to just release words. And I wonder why that is. Yeah, this is what I said in my tweet yesterday, yeah. It was, minor intelligence leads to major arrogance in the gentry class where an unusual and charismatic mind becomes conscious of their ability to manipulate and animate his fellow man. So basically what that means is it like one, it doesn't even matter. Like <laughs> it doesn't even it does no, because a lot of a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. What? Your like your your level well, of I thought you don't like saying words just to say words. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter because in the grand scheme of things, yeah. In the schema in the schema, it doesn't matter. And you're not- You've you got to explain that, that contradiction you literally just made within the last 10 seconds. You have listen, to Listen it. to what I said. Let's listen. Fin- let me finish, first of all. Basically, when you, when you are the intelligent person in your group of people, you learn, or at least if you're conscious of your intelligence, you learn- the ability to be charismatic with your words and manipulate other people because you know that you're good at that. Mm-hmm. But that is only within that little circle of people that you're around. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't um, express itself out into the wider world because it's only minor intelligence. When when you know everybody around you, that's why I said it doesn't matter. When you know everybody around you, you're able to manipulate and animate them to do certain things. But at the end of the day, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter because it doesn't help the betterment of the community. Now, people decide to put themselves like people, people like that in the in the like um, in the working class, we call it now today. You we decide that um we want to control other working class people. But what what is like who in that mind space decides what is intelligible to do? And that is why, like, um, when when you decide that you're a leader of people, the people have questions. Where are you leading us to? And where where are we going? Like, who is this place? What is this place? why are we here all of these other questions and and how are we supposed to get there yeah and why are you why are you the person that's going to take us there all of these other things but yeah it's a decision but like i said it doesn't matter like if like it just it just depends on the scale in it the scale of it doesn't matter is quite big because if you don't have the ability for animus is a word of the day that is a word of the day animus 
fucking ma. <laughs> but yeah, fam. But that's 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 basically it. Oh uh, yeah. So while we were on our short intermission, this came in, and it coincides with the conversation that we're about to have about Chomsky versus Falco. I. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, what really would you saying about the conversation being interesting? Well, it was just talking about how um, it was sort of talking about the frameworks of creativity, how specifically how that applies to science and innovation in society, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm not going to lie, I did watch it. Like I watched it like, what, a couple of hours ago and have like... you. I genuinely did have to like re-watch and re-listen to some parts because I'm like trying to like keep up with what they're saying. But no, it's just interesting because they're, but one guy was speaking in French, obviously no, uh, uh, Chomsky was speaking in English, but it was just funny because they could understand each other. I thought the guy in the middle was the translator, but they actually did understand each other, didn't they? They had translators in their ear. Oh, did they? Oh, is that how it worked? Yeah. That's what they used to do back in the day, fam. Back in the day, they had like real... Into, like because so they had they, wireless they, technology back in that, those times shit what was that it was like 70s wasn't it that was earbud technology fam as in there, there was a translator listening to what someone was saying and re-saying it in the language of the person listening that's what they do in the un no it's just interesting because that technology because that was what in the 70s wasn't it yeah. So it was like just being wirelessly transmitted, surely. Unless they were wired mm. up. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um You guess as good as mine. But yeah, why was it interesting? Um well cause what they were debating was it was like the difference between the influence of those at the very forefront of of creativity and science those who are innovating at the highest levels and just the everyday idea of creativity and how that sort of influences the infrastructure of innovation and creativity and pushing forward ideas and uh what's his name Foucault was it Falco Falco keep fucking his name up Falco he his idea was that and his his idea was the one i made i i sort of got the grasp of the most was how and because they were kind of agreeing with each other to a certain extent but his idea was that creativity wasn't like something that just added and stacked and stacked and stacked and eventually um was like this big towering thing it was an idea that it was like, well, he specifically said a grid. So some things leaked through and other things didn't. And so other ideas and and things would get covered and lost within time. And then other things would be uh, developed further and and become more and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so um, when you talk about the whole conversation in context, yeah? He was, he basic, like, obviously, Chomsky's basically 
one of the foremost philosophers of the 20th century and obvious linguists and all of that stuff and like you can like anyone who's listening can look him up in it but really and truly the point of the conversation was in well point of the creative conversation was um how are people creative when chomsky basically says um there are rules that people live by basically and a framework of understanding so we initiate certain trains of thoughts as humans and oh, we yeah, all that's have what them saying. i remember that now yeah because it was like there's so, inherent things that are already inherent to us as human beings yeah so like there's he's, concepts he's, that are already internalized so if you know what 20th century psychology was like it was basically behaviorism what well, so is it kind of like he's saying how do you know when uh when uh it's like instinctual almost it's like wait let me let me okay, let sorry, me yeah. let, like basically behaviorism is what um bf skinner was talking about right and simply it's like you're an empty vessel and then things are added and now you're an intellectual person so you are a feeder of things that are around you whereas chomsky basically uses epigenetics um language and conversation to decide we all understand what a threat is what a predator is what um what is creative what isn't creative what's new what's innovative and what's different so you carry that on as as the generations pass the the point like the one way that i agreed with the creative part was that um when you think about let's talk about let's break it down in like this particular form it's like you have hyper realism now if you remove 60 percent of detail from hyper realism you get something close to cubism right and if you create like an angular if you decide that you're not going to use smooth lines anymore you're going to use hard lines i like you because basically what falco was saying is that you create the rules and within the boundaries of all of those rules then you get an art form and i thought that was intriguing i just really <laughs> thought that was intriguing okay because what he was saying is some of those rules already exist right it's the pr- pardon it was he was saying some of it's he but wasn't he saying largely like how some of those rules exist and we're just manipulating those rules within yeah like because like with the way that chomsky thinks and i'm not like fully engrossed in the chomsky ideals and methodologies yet but it's we ha- everything is there we just have to meet it basically yeah because that was, what, that what was the other gathered. thing i did get from it it's like it's more and but that's what i mean it was weird because they was cut they were just kind of back and forth in and but it was i kind of cared more about what falco basically i listened to that thing for falco yeah and i didn't get what chomsky was saying yeah that's exactly what that is exactly so what i, I w- looked more but but i into chomsky i feel like falco had not that he nec- well i think he had a bit more of like a it was not that it, well it was more succinct but i think he had a bit more of um a developed idea about the way he thought about that specific thing in in a sort of sense 
like with the way he was explaining the grids everything was just a bit more succinct and a bit more easily digestible yeah so yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of points in the debate where it was because they were saying the same thing because they was talking about how truth because when there was as it pertained to like sort of creativity and science it was like truth was something that was uncovered like gradually like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like it was something that was I kind of I kind of get to that but when when we're talking about Chomsky and these philosophers like the provocative language these guys use make sure that you're able to think better like and this is where I agree with Chomsky in it because the foundation like because this is a lot of what I speak about when it comes to high art which is when like um which is why I looked more into Chomsky because his argument wasn't complete within the time limit and the time frame that I was watching him. So I wanted, and then when I fit, found out that he's like this stupendous, like they lord him as a genius, basically. Like they literally say he changed the language in the 20th century and he's fought against the government and all of these things. But yeah, so like the main point is when you're a provocateur right and i use those terminologies in the exact measurements and not the measurements that is falsified so it's not a forced thing it's the way he thinks and it makes sense so he decided to think something that was completely different to everybody else and that made everyone think. So you're going to have to repeat different... that again. You're going to have to repeat that last like 20 seconds or 15 seconds. Yeah. So he like, um, basically what I said is that he, he thought something that was completely different to everybody else. And then ev like everyone's mind open to a new dialogue and frame of thinking. So there was like with that, I'm just, I just, I just, I just get this itch when it's like someone is a strong person in their mind and it's and they have a difference and that difference isn't forced because we because we've recently been talking about like people that force it too much yeah and then like when I see someone is not forcing it it's like yo this is like in their head this is what's happening and what happened in their head made sense or makes sense then i like yeah i was just like okay so let me see how much sense this makes well well that's that's why i've been why what because me and ali was talking about patrice o'neill as well beforehand and I, that's what makes me so to a certain extent i'm i'm quite enamored by the way he communicates very specifically like with his um comedy aside everything but but even just the essence in the way he approaches his art form he didn't write his shit down he his his whole philosophy and the way he was approaching comedy was he wanted it to be a conversation where he could speak about the things that he he really wanted to talk about and 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 challenge the things he he saw as worthy of challenging so he spent a lot of time thinking about shit. 
That's why when you would see people come to him with something, either, and that's there's a word he would use that was so specific and so interested, like righteous. When you hear that word righteous, like the way he thought about that, you could see there was no gap between the way he thought and what he thought was right to a certain extent, what he ch- genuinely and truly believed. And that, that wasn't necessarily mean he was right or all the time or um, or it was good, but the removal of that filter, because obviously when you're talking about someone like him, like who thinks about something that's very, very specific, like when it comes to sort of social aspects or uh, women, etc., etc. You know, I mean, that's very different from talking about creativity and life. But just the whole philosophy and way, the way it was, the way he would talk to people and the way he would treat people was the exact same way he wanted to communicate his art form. He wanted that seamless, no filter between what he was thinking, what he was deliberating and what he had spent a lot of time thinking about and communicating that through his art form in in his very specific way, which was the art form of comedy, you know? Like, and if, because if you actually see his sets, like, that guy was actually phenomenal. Like, he was saying stuff that was so outlandish. It's funny because you just hear the way he talks and the way he talks about the way he thinks. Like, when he's in his sets, he's, he's watching certain people leave. He's saying, like, if I only get 20 people leave from, like, out of 100, you know what I mean? I'm good with that. You know, or if I've only got a certain amount of people that are staying, he was like, there'll be people leaving all the time, getting up and leaving. That's cool with me. I don't want everyone to like what I'm saying, but the people who are staying, this is this is who it's for. I just I just find it interesting that like that level of communication of not having that, yeah, that that filter because it's like we was talking about because what one thing we was like sort of comparing it to is like the difference between someone like that. Because I can't remember what exactly your point was going on. I just went on this tangent with Patrice. Now, what was you saying? Because I want to bring it back to what you was talking about. I was saying basically that um, when someone is clear in the way that they're thinking, basically. Mm. Yes, that was it. Yeah, clear in the way that they're thinking. There is no pretense of anything else other than what they're saying is bringing genuine value. There's no printer. That that's that's to me what righteousness, the the whole idea of righteousness is about when you're communicating with people or you're trying to deliver information or you're trying to bring something to someone and you're having a genuine discussion. You're not saying it to look smart, you're not saying it to be uh better than the other person. It's just or, or or anyone else or to present yourself as a particular one way or another, or for the idea of that thing, you're doing it because in that moment that is what's going to bring the most value. Yeah, like that's 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 a lot of the reason like why I speak a lot and why we do this why we do this podcast and like one I really want to be able to just catch a thought in the air and say it all the way through. But I think and but, that I know that sounds dumb, but like no, it doesn't. It doesn't because I, I think I think that and I need I need I need to be able to practice because we because there's no way that I can practice just getting a complex thought and being able to put it into a into a small bite-sized chunk. Like there's nowhere else I can practice that apart from unless like I went Toastmasters or something like that or like 
the speakers of the world or whatever it is, yeah. But for me, this is the thing because, I, like, it's just so different when someone is strong in the way that they're thinking. When someone is strong and cares a lot, fam. Well, it's a developed it's, philosophy, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's that, because that's like, what I mean. I think I, a lot I of people do talk that for the idea of talking. You know what I mean? And it's like, for me, even my own struggle, especially with doing something like this podcast where you've got to be in a space where you've, where you've got this thing where you need to be saying interesting stuff or you've got to have an engaging conversation or you've got to, you know what I mean? You, you're, you're trying to guide, you're trying to build what this thing is going to be. But it's like, you built like the practice of building your philosophy as the foundation like having w what your philosophy is and practicing that because that comes with time obviously anyway as you're put piecing things together you're, the bits of knowledge you're absorbing the people you are studying the things and the the ideas you're studying as those things come together that's what builds the foundation but i think always if as long as you're always at least attempting to to carve that and build on that and craft your own philosophy and move in that direction and, and operate from that. I think that's that's always the best thing to do. I, I think you it's it's hard to go wrong. Personally, as like, long as you're practicing. I oh fam, I care so much. I think I even still care so much about what other people think, even though I don't seem to care what other people think. I care so much about what other people think to the extent where it's like, damn. I'm re like, I'm really, really here. <laughs> but it's, it's not, it's not even like, um, it's not even a bad thing caring what other people think. Cause like at the end of the day, whether I care what other people think or not, I'm still going to say what I have to say for my own mental health. But that the other thing, the other grander thing, which is the ability to actually transmit a concept outwards, because I do it all the time when it's like fresh. But when it's on the spot, like when I'm just chatting to people, it's like really easy. But when it's on the spot, like when someone asks me about my concept, I don't know what to do, fam. Yeah. I think. Yeah, well, that's that's the building know. of it. Well, that, but that's the funny thing, and that that's the funny thing. Like, like when that, it's when it's game time, I don't know. That's the funny thing. I, that's what I'm talking about. But that's what I'm saying. Where there's the filter still there, there's there there's a a form of a filter. I'm I, I'm not even where I, I like. If I'm honest, I'm not even where you're at, because you spend so much time studying certain things, and you've got you've got a mode and a system of the way you study things. But it's just so interesting because. If you actually listen to someone like Patrice O'Neill talk, like he's just a normal guy. He's different. Like obviously you've got people like Noam Chomsky and you hear the way that they talk or the difference between, um, I've forgotten his name again. Is it Falco? Falco. Falco. Okay, I was about to get it right that time. Falco. Even when you listen to the way he's talking, it's like, or some people who speak with a certain, their philosophies are just more well-rounded. And if they haven't thought about something as much you can tell but when someone has thought about something a lot 
It's like, I'm telling you, yeah, just go. The reason why I've been so engrossed by producing is because every single episode I'm listening to or every little single snippet, if someone comes to him with an idea about something he knows about, yeah, something he's been thinking about, he knows the answer and he's got a detailed explanation of why that's the case. Because yeah, that's, a, what I, that's what I do. A, he has an understanding of the framework, yeah? And he has an understanding of the way he thinks about it. And it's not about whether or not it's right. To a certain extent, it is, because that's where the righteous aspect comes in. But it's about what does he actually believe and what does he understand? What has he tackled with? What has he wrestled with? And that's what sort of built that philosophy. It's a belief system. He always says it's a belief system. Is that what he always says? Yeah, he's like, well, the way he thinks, of, when he's talking about the things what he talks about. What do I call about, it, fam? Huh? The schema. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I call like, it, fam. But yeah, I yeah, call I'm it, yeah, because I call it a schematic, innit? Like, because there's an ordinance to life. And we live in the, and we are made to create order inside it. And I like, like, no, but like, if you deep it, yeah, we are consistently, like, we are consistently reimagining order. What, as human beings? Yeah. Yeah. Every century, we are coming up with a new schema of the way life should be lived. Well, that's the funny thing, because Falco, when he said that thing about the grid, that really did actually make a lot of sense to me. Because I think even on an individual level, as a person, I think that shit happens. That's, that's why, see, that's, that's why, that's why I love about philosophers, fam. Like, they're able to make you image what they're imaging. And, like, that's what rappers used to do back in the day as well. Like, if you were that type of rapper, like, you were able to, like, make someone picture something. Now, me, I'm more, like, piercing and impactful and, like, my word... Like, I don't know whether my words stab, but I just know they hit differently. But I don't do that image thing. I do the run in... Like, you're running with what I'm speaking about. I, like, you want you want to find the end, basically. But, yeah, fam, that image thing that people do in the middle is just different, fam. I need I need an image, bro. I need I need to find an image, which is why like I say shit like the schema because really and truly it's like if you can architect a concept in the mind of somebody, then it's a lot easier for them to know what you're talking about. But people kind of follow my words anyway, so yeah, maybe maybe I care about that for the wrong reasons. But yes. That was a fun conversation about that. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? Because I can go on. I can go on a train of four of that for. We all, can, for a but uh, we're about to run out of more battery. So I do like this conversation, but uh, we can either do another break and come back, or we can just lop off the heads here. It will need two hours to fully charge. Is the only thing. So. Yeah, we're about to. Run. Okay, this has been another episode of the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast. The most thoughtful interest My guy, Tavius. Yeah, magic D. I am Damadich, Big Deech, Akira 20s, Mastermind. The Schemer. <laughs>
the big Deej, Dama Deej, fam. And he helped Black Sarah for all your production needs. Suede, Temple, and Bing Bang Boom. I'm leaving the ring. <laughs>